Hello everybody, you're listening to Make Room with Nande Boss. I can't tell you how much fun I'm having recording these. I'm having so much fun preparing. <laughs> I'm enjoying preparing, I'm enjoying the space, I'm enjoying giving something to you. I hope you're also enjoying Make Room and over and above the Make Room space. I pray that you're enjoying um, God speaking into your life, in your personal space, in your extended time, over and above. Make room, have fun, enjoy God's presence, enjoy his word, enjoy his correction, <laughs> enjoy his prompting. He is a good God. I just had to share that with you, that I enjoy this space and my heart is glad every time I get to to gift you something. So yeah, receive it. <laughs> Today, I want to speak to you about the impossible made possible. The impossible made possible. Imagine your heart as an empty bottle. So when you attend a, a church service or spend time practicing God's presence, you expect to receive information. You expect to receive revelation and, and leave as a filled bottle with more knowledge than, than ever before to address the needs in the world. Or at least that's how I've come. I've come as an empty bottle expecting to be filled. Focus on content more than capacity. Can I tell you that even though this has been my expectation and, and I thought this, this is what I would receive, I've experienced something different. I've come into the presence of God feeling empty and not just filled but I've come empty and filled but also leaving as a, a bigger bottle. <laughs> I've been stretched and enlarged to a greater capacity and capability in order to contain more. Every single time I've engaged with God on any topic, be it my giving, be it worship, be it justice, be it my calling, be it vision for, for God's people, I've left feeling discontent with a life of spiritual smallness. I've left feeling, wow, yes, I've received something, but I've left also asking God questions like, God, how can I participate in what you're doing? How can I use what I've been given as a response to the cries in my neighborhood? If the word of the day is let's rebuild, my question to God is what is my role, God, in rebuilding? Thank you for rebuilding my life. Yes, thank you for rebuilding my life. I'm grateful. But what is my role now in rebuilding the life of the person next to me, my neighbor? I've left feeling with an undeniable knowing that I'm not just born to fill up my small bottle on a Sunday, fill it up to the brim enough for my heart and my family. No, I've come to realize that the more I spend time in God's presence, the more I receive from, from God, I have this desire to increase my capacity and be relevant to the people around me. Saying diligent in God's word and presence has moved me from speaking a language of God, me, 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 to God, your children. It has moved me from God, I can't. God, I'm tied to God can. <laughs> it shifted my focus. In Luke chapter 1 verse 37, we find beautiful words. It says, not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. This truth comes out of a scene where an angel appears to, to a virgin called Mary who was engaged to get married to a man named Joseph. The angel appears and tells Mary she will have a child, a son, and says you will name him Jesus. 
this is this is a young lady who was not experienced in child making somebody she was a virgin and 6 months prior to that an elderly couple could not conceive a jewish priest zachariah and his wife elizabeth could not have a baby they were both old and this angel appears to zachariah saying you shall have a son and you shall name him john Zechariah's response is how can this be? So here are two scenes where an impossible situation is made possible just because Jesus steps into the scene. Maybe you've also heard from God say I will do this and I will do magnificent things in your life and your response was how can this be? Let's not forget that Zechariah was a priest. He would have been he would have been taking prayer requests to God for all the people in his congregation week in and week out. He would have seen God answer each and every one of the people's prayers and still him and 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 Elizabeth having this deep desire not seeing it come to pass. The Bible tells us that Zechariah and Elizabeth were diligent in serving God and yet even they were not sure. Will God answer us? Time has gone by. This situation seems so difficult. We are old. I'd love to also remind us that the account I'm drawing from today is, is written by Luke, the physician who, who admits that many Many others have tried their hand at putting together a story of the wonderful harvest of scripture and history that took place in the times using reports handed down by original eyewitnesses, eyewitnesses to the word. And yet Luke says, since, since this, I have investigated further. I have gone into close detail to these reports, starting from the story's beginning, right into to then he says i'm writing to you honorable theophilus so that you may know be up beyond the shadow of doubt that what you've been taught is reliable that what is said about this wonderful master jesus is true luke writes to theophilus a name meaning lovers of god in fact this whole chapter chapter one has a title to the lovers of god so i know this encouragement today this encouragement that says not one promise from God is empty of power for nothing is impossible with God. This promise is for all of us. This encouragement is, is, is for all of us. The lovers of God are not excluded. Everyone needs to be reminded that nothing is impossible with God. The priest needs to be reminded. The lover of God needs to be reminded. The encourager needs to be reminded. The teacher needs to be reminded. The friend, everybody, the mom, the dad, everyone needs to be reminded that nothing is impossible with God. We can love God and we can serve him. We can even draw people to him. And still doubt his ability to do the impossible. I know it's common for people to believe God exists. People know that he is he's God. That he is God and truly believe that he, he, he is he's big. But I know that sometimes people struggle believing that he is good. And that none of his promises are empty of power. And that none of his promises are empty of love. That even today, he still makes the impossible possible because he's a good God, a good father. That he's not a man that he should should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Today, I'm speaking about a Jesus, a God who doesn't speak and not act, who doesn't promise and not fulfill. 
God has promised us that we will see his goodness in the land of the living. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to witness. I'm excited to witness of his goodness and his power. I'm eager to tell of his marvelous works. Yes, of old, but also of today. Jesus is the miracle worker and promise keeper. When Luke writes, he says, so that they may know without a shadow of doubt that what you have been taught is true. What is it that you have observed in life today? What is it that you have assessed and maybe just stopped at that, an assessment? Because I'm encouraging you today to not only do an assessment and assess, I'm saying, yes, assess the situation, make observations, but also access God's power and speak into every situation you come across. And not only speak, but put action to your faith and change the situation. Ask God, how can I partner with you in changing the situation? If God has made you, made you aware of things, Chances are he wants to use you in that same situation. Ask God to move you from I can't to God can. When we truly believe God can, we will start to say yes to the work he's already doing in our nation. So this has been and still is a journey for me too. I've been discouraged. Yes, the encourager discouraged. What? <laughs> Those who know me will tell you that. My, dis- disappoint- my disappointments are mostly around people. I think this is because I love people so much and can sometimes overestimate their commitment to a cause or an idea. Look, I don't think it's bad to believe the best in people. In fact, I encourage it. I still encourage it. Believe the best in people. But this heart of thinking the best all the time has, has led me to great disappointment and such is life. The good news is that we can always believe in people, not because people don't make mistakes, but because we trust God. He is always at work in the lives and hearts of people. He's still working in my heart today and also he's working in the hearts of other people. He can change a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. Nothing is impossible with God. And even when man fails, we can trust that God will never fail. He knows what's best for us. The promises he has whispered to you will come to pass. He is God and he is good. (laughs) Bob Goff writes, he writes, I think a father's job when it's done best is to get down on both knees, lean over his children's lives and whisper, where do you want to go? Every day, God invites us on the same kind of adventure. It's not a trip where he sends us a rigid itinerary. He simply invites us. God asks, what is it he's made us to love? What is it that captures our attention? What feeds that deep, indescribable need of our souls to experience the riches of the world he made? And then leaning over us, he whispers, let's go do that together. Oh, I love this idea. God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. He's spread deeply and gently within us. At the beginning, I asked you to imagine your heart as a, a, as a bottle. 
I said, God will often increase the size of your bottle. This is because what God is doing in your life is far greater than just you. The promises he has said to you, he will fulfill. The promises for your life are not just for your life. They are so that you can reach many others. There's a deep revelation of God's love for us. And because he loves us, there's nothing that he won't do for his people. There's nothing that he won't do to pursue us, to to express his love for us and his power. Consider that the next time you're overwhelmed and feeling, feeling like you can't. Remember that God can. He loves you. He loves me. And his love and goodness will be made known on the earth. Trust God. Receive this encouragement, friends. And I'm looking forward to spending more time with you. Till next time.